So, how Welcome. do you want to start this? I, th- I think you just did start it. This is uh, a first time for me. First time for me too. So, what, what, what the plan is, what? The plan is we're going to start this podcast. Yep. About what? About, I guess, our experiences up to now. Do you know what we haven't done? What? Introduce ourselves. Oh, that's, okay, so we've failed in the first hurdle. Yeah. Right, yeah. you go first. Right, okay. So... Um, so welcome to a podcast that we don't know what we're going to call it yet. We're thinking um, about the sick man of Europe. Yeah. Well, that'll be a theme anyway. I don't know if we'll call it that. Okay. But yeah, that's what it is. So anyway, my name's Keith Preston. Um, you may know me from the YouTube video if you're one of the 56 subscribers. <laughs> I was going to say, you probably won't. <laughs> uh, no, my name's Keith Preston and um, I quite enjoy trying to stay fit and healthy as I get into my 40s, whilst having children and keeping down a job and keeping my wife happy and whatnot. And you're in a similar situation, are you not? Yeah. Mr. So Neil McGowan. I'm Neil McGowan. You, you just introduced <laughs> me. I've got to introduce myself. So yeah, I'm, I'm Neil McGowan. Um, I'm 43, almost, in a few days' time. Very similar to this man. I. When's your birthday? The 17th of February. Bir- <laughs> very, very important. Um Three kids, work for the NHS, overworked, underpaid, would like to be fitter. For the NHS though, what, a, what an institution. Oh, absolutely, I'm very proud of it and you know, it's, I'll always defend it, but they get their money's worth. Um, so yeah, overworked, underpaid, three kids. Remember what we said about banter, Neil? <laughs> that is good banter. And, and basically Why so and let, serious? Because I'm introducing myself. This oh, is serious. You're talking about NHS. That's serious. So, that's so the reality is, like you, I'm trying to be a bit more healthy. I'm trying to look after myself. I'm trying to live a, a good life, I suppose, and and try and be a, a a good dad and be around for a long time. And your idea for this was basically for us just to talk to each other and see if anyone's in a similar situation. Yeah, which they must be. I have to be. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, what we thought was, whilst um, everyone else seems to be doing podcasts, why not join the crew? Um, and so, yeah. So, what we thought would do is, if um, we we think there's going to be a lot of people in a similar situation, and particularly coming from the That's west of coast the of Scotland, exactly, where the diet and fitness levels are i guess historically not seem to be good whether that's right or not i mean we had this debate before we did this is that i i I tried to do a bit of research on it and couldn't find much i mean definitely our diet has been criticized in the past i I am fairly certain that we are still we still have like the worst mortality rate in western europe yeah can we need to check that because but We'll do a fact check. Fact we'll check. We'll do a fact, fact check. check. Fact check. Fact check. Fact check. Fact. Fact. Check. fact. Right. Enunciate. Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, what it, there's there's definitely going to be an element of truth to it. Um, and definitely heart disease is high up there. Absolutely. For, for Absolutely. Scott, which is going to be diet related. Yeah. That might be a topic of conversation we get onto at some point. Yeah, and I think probably... For, for us in this part of the world I mean sort of growing up we didn't eat very well uh, I don't I don't actually remember kind of much You're boring you home cooking and stuff like that actually I remember eating bird's eye burgers and all that sort of rubbish and 
processed foods and well, pro- processed foods got to be something that's that that can't be good. But this is this is where we'll get onto an interesting debate at some point because I guess part of part of the other reason for doing this is whilst we've got quite similar um, outlooks in terms of wanting to stay fit and healthy, wanting to get the right diet, trying to fit all that time in with busy work, family, social life and yep. all that. You're going down a kind of vegetarian, almost vegan, ex- yeah. sort of exploring the vegan thing, whereas I've I've kind of stuck with the meat, or ba- uh, more balanced, I would say, right now. And yeah. that's kind of interesting. Maybe to see how that pans out. Yeah, and I think that's probably a subject for a podcast on its own. But the reality is, for me, that was quite easy because my wife's been pescatarian for over a decade yeah, and she's a good cook and that makes it easy for me whereas I'm a terrible cook and I actually thought about this the other day if I was on my own <laughs> I don't think I'd be a vegetarian <laughs> I really don't because is I that, think is I that would conv- struggle Is that because of convenience then? Is that a con- I, I think just because I was never uh, I'm not partic- like you I'm not passionate about cooking you love cooking uh-huh. right? so I'm well. totally opposite in that respect um, I don't think I'm very good at it I always saw it as an effort and when I did live on my own, I didn't cook anything particularly complicated and it was always meat-based. Mm-hmm. So I just think that Lynn, my wife, can actually make meals where you don't feel that you actually miss meat that much. And for a long, long time, we weren't making two different meals just because I ate meat and she didn't. It yep. was just simplicity to sort of, you know, make one meal every single night. And yeah, the, yeah so I started this journey kind of 18 months ago. And I've been kind of mucking about with it ever since and then started to educate myself about more than horrible animal slaughter videos, which yeah. is kind of free. We said we'll, we'll keep it, we'll keep it, we'll keep uh, it we'll light, keep for, keep the it light for the first that, one. That's an episode in itself. <laughs> but yeah, we're quite, we're, yeah, going in different, um, I guess, directions in that respect. Uh-huh. Because, and, but I, and I, just to touch on it for a bit, because I do get the whole environmental side of it, which yeah. is which is real. Yeah. It's, it's, it's undoubted. Um, but interestingly, I, 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 we, we, Game Changers. Yep. Interesting documentary on yep. Netflix. If you're interested Science in this topic. Dubious, but anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's worth watching um, because it, 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 it um, explores interesting kind of topics, I guess, on the vegan. It's vegan, isn't it? Vegan athlete, yep. essentially. Yep. And you don't need meat for protein and whatnot now. Well, it's the, the tagline in that There's movie is the, the big um, powerlifter guy uh-huh. that's uh, vegan. And he says, how can, people ask him, how can you be strong as an ox if mm-hmm. you're vegan? And he says, tell me, have you ever seen any ox eat meat? That's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think that, yeah. But it, it's, it's good. It's worth a watch, yeah. So, um, and I, so which, which got me thinking about vegan thing. And I went through a very short spell a day no 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 it was it was, a, it was at least a week <laughs> at least a week <laughs> where i i tried to if not vegan vegetarian certainly at lunchtime i was vegan yep. vegan sandwiches from a particular uh, place in glasgow where it sold vegan sandwiches and it was nice stuff it was tasty i thought it was great so but it's hard for well i find it was quite hard for dinner it and is. For getting, you know, if you want, uh, I guess, bolognese or stir fry or something, corn's the answer, or corn or something yeah. like corn. And I found that corn doesn't agree with my stomach at all. 
Mm. And that's the and then this is something else that would be good to explore at some stage with hey, what what's the research behind it? Is there any research behind this? But is processed stuff generally bad? Yeah. Whether it's vegetarian, plant based or meat based. Because everyone I think everyone agrees meat based processed food's not good. Yeah. Um but is is plant based much better? It probably is better. But you, you, you know, it would be interesting to see what the yeah, it's, it's what science is, if there is any. But I think a lot of that is down to them trying to simulate something that meat eaters will find similar tasting. You know, like Beyond uh-huh. Burger and all these things. They all they all look amazing. And um, you, you know, do take, that, but that's the thing. I think nowadays, do you not find the taste? The tastes, it's 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 all right. It is. <laughs> I mean, but that's but that's the big difference. I think. Companies are interested in this because there's a market. Yeah. That's ultimately what it's all about. And this is why places like um, KFC and Burger King and all that are, are doing vegan alternatives, not because they, they care, not because they think that's the right mm-hmm. thing to do. They want to tap into a market that they think is expanding. Yeah, totally. And, 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 that's, and, but that, and that's the kind of criticism around things like the game changers, isn't it? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're all buying it or all the yeah, producers. Absolutely, absolutely. I don't think I, I could be vegan. I think that's that's probably too difficult. And I've been on this journey now of pescatarianism for 18 months. I tried to go vegetarian for a month at the start of this year, and I've been sick as a dog. You can probably hear that I'm still quite nasally. I thought, I thought you were trying vegan, no? No, I just no, did veg- no fish. Right. So that right. was the only difference. Um, and then on the 28th of January, I actually gave in and had some tuna fish, just because <laughs> I felt absolutely cack. And I, th- I thought, well... I. I think this is daft trying to do this. But to be fair, I was exercising more than I'd ever exercised. Did you, so so was there anything like when you started it, did you feel, did you have more energy? Did you want to exercise more? Even though you had a cold, because it's like cold season. So I've had a cough, I've had this stupid cough for like, why do do folk say it's a stupid cough? Is that a a thing? Your cough is stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But, it's this annoying cough that doesn't go away. Apparently, someone said eight weeks. Eight weeks is the span. Like, see if you've, really? if you've got some sort of... I don't know why it is, but eight weeks. As long as, long as it's within eight weeks, don't worry about it. See, cough. I don't get bad coughs. I, the problem I've had is just, like, constantly kind of blocked up and nasally and sinusy and stuff like that. You're always nasally. Yeah, I'm always nasally. But but do you, but you're you're kind of attributing that to your diet. It might be the exercise. But, or, or just... It's or cold it's just season. cold season. But never have I been... I don't remember f- having a cold for as long uh-huh. as I have done this year. And actually, but to be fair, the whole house has been But do you sick. think it's cold? Because, again, it would be interesting to see if there's anything done on this, but do you think diet contributes to... Do you think it's like immunity then? Like so, Yeah, so, absolutely. So, so, so there's something in meat that maybe... I don't know. I think, I think your diet... Absolutely contributes to all that stuff. But I joy, think like the whole microbiome as well is a but massive. But vegetarians supposed to be like healthier. Yeah, yeah. I, but, but that's the irony. This is this is the fact. This is what was frustrating me more than anything else, and I was getting really pissed off with the whole thing. Is the fact that I, I I got to I work beside some people right who exercise every single day, and I can't do that right. I, well, maybe I could do that, but yeah. I'm a great believer in actually your rest days are yeah. as important as your exercise days. Yeah. And um. And, and and so I always, but I tried to from the start of January say I'm going to exercise every other day, and I managed that up until about the 28th. But I was doing that at the same time as being vegetarian and feeling like crap. So yeah. I think I just basically get into a cycle where 
It's yeah, actually one of the way, way you're, I, way you're just too much. Them, yeah. And the medic, one of the medics, my medical director at work, actually turned around and said, "I saw you out running at lunchtime." And I went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm trying to do this thing." And he went, "But I thought you weren't well." And I said, "Yeah, I've had this cold." And he went, "So you're running while you have an upper respiratory tract infection? Do yeah. you think that's why he's Neil?" And I went, <laughs> "And when you hear it back to you, you kind of go, well, yeah, that's that's." totally fucking stupid yeah well i, I read um, that as long as it's from the neck up you're okay yeah if it's if it's if it's well, if you exercise in, from the neck up <laughs> 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 lift weights for your head yeah oh, great uh yeah if you've got a cold you have a very head, small head, head. <laughs> that's something that actually people listening to this podcast need to be aware of do you remember Anyone who's seen uh, Beetlejuice, you'll remember a scene when he's in kind of some kind of waiting room <laughs> and there's a little man in there with a tiny head. Go and Google it, Beetlejuice, small head, and you'll see a very good picture of Pete Preston. It's, it's, yeah, it's uncanny. But anyway, look, we're uncanny. getting totally focused uncanny. on health. <laughs> I think we need to go back to kind of more general introduction. You know what I think? Yeah, no, that's true. I was thinking the same, actually. Because I think we have to mention your hair. Uh, and that's what, a big the, the difference fact, between the, the two of us. The others. fact that I have some. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that, that's something that I'm extremely bitter about. So... I'm not gonna folk will think you're bald. I'm not bald. Uh, if it wasn't for Finistride, I would be bald. Um, for what? Finistride, you know, Propecia. What's that? No. You know, I take that. Propecia? Propecia. I, mean, well, I, I don't know what it's called. So, Finis, Finistride? Finistride? So, yeah. What I think is funny about this is the fact that you told your brother <laughs> that that was the worst thing ever to take because what the hell? How, how, how can you take something that's going to mess up your, he- your hair? Like allow you to grow more hair. No, what I didn't. And you say told him not to show that. So that what? That's so not the reason so, I said. So basically, he would go bald quicker than you. I, I said <laughs> that maybe you know, because anxiety is another thing that's a bit of an issue in in my family. And I told my brother that I thought that could be contributing to that. But then I went away and researched it, and then at the same time, didn't lo- tell him. Looked, looked at how rapidly I was starting to get male part baldness, <laughs> and decided to completely ignore my advice <laughs> and and start taking it myself. And actually, it's it's worked. But but genuinely, and again, God, I can't remember all it, these subjects. That's and one for another show because actually I'm now thinking I've been on it for two years, and how long do I take it for? Forever. You know, because you have to. But then you think, well, actually, long term, what that's doing, right? is it's inhibiting an enzyme that I think, fact check later on, that I think breaks down, um, testosterone is broken down to something called, I think, dihydroxytestosterone, and it's the DHT that kills your hair follicles, right? So I think this inhibits an enzyme that but converts so, that. So, so, but, so that sort of suggests that that's a kind of gradual thing, this inhibiting, no, yeah. or not inhibiting... Yeah, what you just said there, which yeah. I can't repeat. DHT. Um, d- yeah. No, no, no. The, the bl- I could repeat DHT. <laughs> <laughs> Dihydroxy testosterone. No, but, That's probably wrong. Dihydroxy. But, but, but the mechanism that you're t- you're talking yeah. about there. Uh, that's probably think, entirely wrong. How do you? Right. I think uh, we're going to have to have a big fact check session. So we need to, we this, need to have a hair anywhere. loss session, and actually, we should bring my brother in for that because mm. that would be quite entertaining. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, so. So that, so that, yeah, that's another thing. So, all these things about us, man in my early forties, three kids, tough job, trying to find a balance, s- struggling with hair loss, struggling with getting older, trying to be fit, trying to be healthy, insomniac in the past, keen meditator, well into mindfulness, had issues with both insomnia and mild anxiety and 
uh, hypochondriasm as well, I suppose. Um, yeah, so basically... That, that, and so, and the answer to all these things from your perspective is if you get the diet right and the fitness regime right, and I guess when we're, t- we're talking about fitness, we're talking about mindfulness, mental yeah, fitness I, I, or I, health, I, mental health absolutely. as well as physical health. Absolutely. I, I think... <laughs> and all, all are combined, yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, exercise helps. Exercise is renowned for being, you know, an effective way of treating anxiety and mm-hmm. depression and all these kind of mental health disorders. But, yeah, the combination, I think, is key. So try to exercise, try to eat well, try to sleep well. That's so important. S- sleep's the interesting thing for Which me. Which you don't. <laughs> yeah. So, and so actually, have you read one that big book? experiment. Have you read that book by Matthew Walker? No. Why We Sleep? No. <coughs> so that's well well worth reading. So he's like the, the kind of the main, sleep, the biggest, well mo- most well-known sleep scientist. He's, re- he's written this book. He's a PhD professor. I can't remember what university. He's uh, English, I think, English, but he talks all over the world. Basically, though, if you don't get at least seven, between seven and eight hours sleep, you're you're just building up all sorts of crap happening. So it links to dementia, links to heart disease, blah, 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 blah. Um, The problem is, and he he talks about this in his book, you have... um, the, the, night, the whole night owl and morning lark thing is, mm-hmm. a, is a real phenomenon. Mm-hmm. You're and, a night owl. 100% a night owl. But the, the whole working world is geared more towards uh, morning people. Yep. And so what happens is when I'm more awake naturally, it's later on at night, but I ha- and I have to force myself to get up. So then I'm I'm miss I'm kind of missing this. But you know what? It's that. See when you actually just said that there, that kind of makes me think. Is that as a species how we've always been? I mean, obviously you would expect that people have always slept because of it gets it's dark. It gets dark yeah, 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 and yeah. that and that's why they do it to kind of protect themselves, or yeah. that's why Homo sapiens, I guess, have, yep. have done that in the past. And yet, then we've gone into kind of Western. Or a more civilized culture where actually we've kind of normalized this nine to five type working yep. day, and is is for, that for something that's yeah exactly yeah. you know you compare say three hundred thousand years of of Homo sapiens around about that being on this planet, and yet we've normalized a nine to five within what the last two hundred yeah so yep. but I can't, I can't remember if I read this or if I'm making it up but. Um, it might be, it might be. We're gonna have to do a lot of fact checks with this. <laughs> um, but it might be that the so so different people evolved so that obviously humans. So so back when you're talking about a couple of hundred thousand years ago, even a hundred thousand years, even ten thousand years ago, yeah. Before we kind of organized ourselves, we might started making tools. Maybe a bit longer ago than that. Then, but when it was just us, yeah, we're crap. Like compared to predators and whatnot yeah we've got no you know you've not got you've not got claws you know sharp teeth you know we're not that strong yeah so um it was an evolutionary thing where you had to you had to have so you started creating a tribe and that's how you that's how just civilization community. started community small community but you have to kind of watch out for each other and so morning people got up early and therefore there was someone looking out for the the camp or whatever mm-hmm. 
as well as getting on with stuff. And then at night time, you needed someone to be able to look at you yeah, at night. So yeah. I don't know if I read that or I'm making it up, but that, that could be another evolutionary angle to it. Yeah, it's funny though. How the hell did we get onto that? But that's what this podcast is about because we have... <laughs> randomness. It is, it's <laughs> randomness about, uh, you know, our very similar but quite different lives. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, I'm a big fan of Sapiens. And I think you've Just read people, generally, is that? <laughs> the book? Sapiens in particular. Um, Sapiens, the book. Sapiens, the book. Yeah. And it talks about the kind of agricultural revolution yep. and the cognitive revolution and, and really how we ended up as the dominant species on yep. the planet. But so much about this is just chance. Yeah. And and it's kind of... But another interesting point on that book, getting back to the whole vegan, vegetarian meat thing, is that did it not attribute it, did he not attribute the whole growth of the human brain on cooking meat? Yeah. Cooking and eating yeah. meat. I don't know yeah. how I don't know what the Rather than kind of killing yourself yeah. with bacterial <laughs> infections and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it tenderizes it, so mm-hmm. it's easier to, to digest and yeah. stuff too. Uh, but but, but, but that again, had somehow somehow linked to the growth of the human brain, and which I, I don't well, that's, quite I, get. I remember it, there's a bit in that book that actually talks about the fact that if you think about us as a species, like you said earlier, when a baby, a, a human baby, is born, they are absolutely pathetic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Useless. They are. Yeah, yeah. Because they can't do anything. You know, if you see like a horse plonks out a foal. Yep. Or, or yeah, a cow yeah, gives yeah, birth yeah, in the field within yeah. about five minutes. The wee things it's actually trying to stand about, up, yeah, and it's yeah. really because they are designed to be kind of yep. fuck me. There's a predator. I need yep. to run, so I need, I, yep. I can't afford to sit around for ages. Yep. Yep. Whereas we made, or sorry, we but evolution kind of made this choice. If you if you think about it that way, to basically r- sacrifice that ability, that physical ability, yep. for the fact that we need big brains. Yeah. And it's those big brains that actually—that's why babies are pathetic, yep. because they have a you know a, a, a hugely developed brain compared to another yep. animal, but actually can't stand and sort of walk for what you know yep. ten months to a year or something. Yeah, yep. yep. So it is, but it's just uh, you start to think about this stuff, and it just really kind of freaks you out. I mean, I tell you something else that I found really interesting. So I'm also hugely interested in the solar system and you know I bought a telescope last year and I was thinking this actually you need to you need to come over and look through my telescope and uh, <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> but uh, because see when you look at the moon right and and yeah. I thought about this last night because I've got this app and it last night was a full moon right? so if you look at the moon every night it makes you feel better is that, no it doesn't make you feel better <laughs> but just like it goes back to mindfulness and all that sort of stuff just take a minute actually to look at something as simple as the moon uh-huh. and it's suspended in the air yeah right okay well and, let's, oh, okay. let's gravitational that. forces let's, let's and all that, that sort of stuff. there's no air but you, but you look you, okay yeah you look at it and it looks like it's suspended in the air yeah totally it's fucking crazy yeah. and then actually when you look at it through a telescope you've seen all these pictures online and everything but you know i took the wife out and the kids to actually see it when I first pointed the telescope at the moon and you can see all the craters all mm. over the moon mm. at which point the wife then goes the wife. that's not real and I'm like, what? yes it is and she was like no I, I don't believe it that, that can't be real I was like, yeah, <laughs> I of course it is is she a flat earther as well? Oh, well she's just well, we'll go there that's <laughs> another episode no, no. Uh, surely not but it was just 
you know, you look at Brian Cox's stuff and he talks about like the solar yep. system and the universe and all that, and actually what's an observable universe and what's yep. beyond that. And it, I think it was like the Hubble telescope when it first came up, pointed at a bit of dark, dark space, dark, yeah. and then actually kind of zoomed in and looked at it, and there was you know billions yep. of stars and planets out there and all that. So we're just we're s we really are like one in a billion. Yeah. And this, you live in this Goldilocks zone where you're a planet that's four billion years old, of which human beings have been on it for 300,000 years, of which our predecessors, Cro-Magnon Man, and, uh, you know, one to two million years. But yet dinosaurs were here 65 million years ago. Yeah. And if you but look also, at the time and, period... And also we're on, yeah. So much longer than us. For a couple of hundred million years, yeah. I think. So it's, yeah, you're right. It's like something like 60 million to, I think, 300 million. Yeah. So... There's, I remember reading something bizarre that depending on what year you were in, whether it was like, and again, fact check, this is probably bullshit, but you're talking T-Rex and maybe Stegosaurus. We and didn't actually, even together. They were hundreds yeah. of millions yeah, of years yeah, apart. Yeah, and yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. and I don't know which one it is, but we were actually closer in time to Stegosaurus, uh, for yeah, example, yeah, yeah. than T-Rex yeah. was. I think it might be another way around. It's but crazy. I, I mean, it's yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I overthink a lot. And I think mindfulness kind of helps me with that to kind of try and rationalize things See, just to kind of take things. In so, yeah, exactly. And you were talking about intros. So if you've done this, so this that's your intro. So you're trying to essentially use diet, diet fitness, mind mindfulness, body. right, yeah. to counteract some previous feelings of anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to be stay fit and healthy for mm-hmm. a variety of reasons and, and, and you want to grow your hair back, which... Grow my hair back. And just be a... Better person, just better try and person. patient, patient. Because I'm not patient. Look at the moon and try and be less grumpy. Look at the moon, and uh, I mean that's good thing, because that's a whole. I mean, I was thinking how many how many topics can we come up with with this? But actually, that's that's a massive. This this whole trying to be a better person. There's there's fucking there's thousands of books written. Yeah. On that thing, that very I, that that topic, but. And I think that must be the challenge for people. But do you think actually. health, do you think diet, exercise and mindfulness helps you become a better person? Wh- or which part of that do you think helps you become a better person? Mindfulness. Mindfulness. Yeah. See, that, so because it's interesting. So, I, um, um, so I've always been interested in being fit and healthy. And, and um, the YouTube, the little YouTube vlogging stuff that I've done and stopped doing, but I'm going to start doing again. Yeah. Um, was all geared around... Can you get properly fit, i.e., like strip away the excess fat that you don't really need yeah. fit? Um, yeah, you were doing the fasting and, and, and stuff for a while. Yeah, yeah, but, but combination of yoga, strength training, cardio, yeah. eating well, and sleeping well, and getting a bit of mindfulness in. And I found that the biggest, single biggest factor for me has been the intermittent fasting. So, um, intermittent fasting is just the one. I think there's two methods of intermittent fasting. So intermittent fasting is a, is a, is a I guess it's a diet. Yeah. Um, but it's not a diet, and I'll explain that in a second. But there's two there's two versions. One is you don't eat for sixteen hours mm-hmm. in a day, and you eat for eight hours in a day, rather than spreading. You know, rather than having as soon as you get up, having breakfast, and then yeah, the last thing you have is supper at night. So you're kind of eating right throughout the whole day when you're awake. Um. You don't you 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 shrink the period of time which you're eating and elongate the period of time where you're not eating when you're fasting. The other the other version is you have a very small amount of calories 
for a couple of days of the week. And the five and two. Five, two yeah. method, or, or I think it's five days a week. You have a small yeah. amount of calories, and then two days you can kind of binge. Um, which, I don't know if this is genuine, this shouldn't come across as sexist, but it seems from who I've spoken to who's ever done intermittent fasting, it seems to be women tend to like the five, two mm. method, and guys seem to do the 16, eight. I don't well, know if I that's think, a thing, I mean, but... The 16-8, to me, I, I mean, you're, we talked about this before and I tried it. And yeah. actually, you know, see, when I think back, I did start to feel better when I was doing that. And then I kind of lost my way a little bit. And like you always do, then you, you, yep. you forget about it for a while. But it didn't feel that you were really changing that much. Which, which is like, that's that's the key yeah. thing. Because I've tried the prepping, prepping like a boss thing, like the body coach. Yep. And you're having to prepare your... Macros, your best life. protein and all that. Is that what you say? <laughs> um, but, you know, you're kind of preparing. You need X amount of carbohydrates, fats, proteins. And so, therefore, you're having to think massively about, okay, what, what kind of things do I need to eat? What do I not eat? How do I, how do I get the right amount of nutrients? Blah, blah, blah. And that just feel like so much hard work. Yeah, and it yeah. was hard work. So yeah. you could do it for a while. But and for me, that the, diet, the whole diet thing, as soon as it's a diet that you have to really work at at some point it's just going to fail it needs to Where become it's, it's habit yeah part of your life. and yeah. some folk are yeah. able to do that but I, so i wasn't able to do that but with intermittent fasting i think everyone's had a little shot of it certainly of our circle yeah that, and there's a few people works i've spoken to people that they've tried it and stuff but i've managed to do it pretty much touchwood consistently are you still doing it still doing it so so i i go anywhere between and i'm not i'm not entirely um, I'm not regimented with it, so sometimes it'll be like twelve hour, thirteen hours. Yeah. So, so basically, so basically, what I do is I don't, I've never particularly liked breakfast. I've never been that interested in breakfast, but I force myself to have breakfast because supposedly, drinks. well, but it's supposedly the most important meal of the day. Yeah. Which it's seems rubbish. like it's a bullshit thing made up by food companies, not or certainly that's 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 one theory. Um, fact check. Um, <laughs> but but. I found it so so much easier. But remember when I first did it, I'm sure I said I felt... So I thought I was going to get hangry yeah. because I'm not eating. Whereas it, the opposite happened. I felt like I had more energy. Um, I felt um, my like the, the uh, I felt sharper yeah. um, mentally. I just, it was like, hey, this is good. Well, and that's kind of disappeared. But I've managed to maintain that. And sometimes I'll go from... So when I'm saying sometimes it's 12, 13 hours, other days I'll go to 20, 24 really? hours. So I'm literally have dinner and then don't eat again until dinner again. Now I do that occasionally, but you still get hungry during the day, but I'm sure I can't remember where I read it. But basically if you're hungry, normally what happens is you go and eat something. Mm-hmm. You're no longer hungry. The same thing happens if you don't eat. So if you're hungry and you just either go and do something else yeah, or drink some water. At some point, in a relatively short period, sort of twenty minute, thirty minute window, you start feeling hungry again. Yeah, so it's, it's cyclical. Yeah, and as long as you can kind of get your head and going, right, okay, I feel hungry. I really could do eating. No, I can't. I'll just have some water, and it goes away. But the thing is that again, this is back to evolution. Mm-hmm. This is back to the way we ate as a species. And normalizing something within the last couple of hundred years yep. that's completely different 
to the way our bodies have evolved yeah, over... Yeah, because you wouldn't always have you know, a meal. Millions, absolutely. And it's the same argument with meat and plant-based and all the rest of it. It's mm-hmm. like... You got what was in front of you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And none of it was processed. Yeah, yeah. It was all sustainable. Yeah. We didn't have an impact in the environment the way we yeah. have nowadays. Yeah. Disease wasn't the way it is because, you know, we were nomadic. Yeah. We would move around. We wouldn't... The minute we, we kind of settled and then basically thought, oh, wait a minute, what we'll do is we'll take that animal and we'll build a fence around it and actually we'll keep it there and then we can have children and then we'll steal yeah. the milk and yeah, drink that and yeah. then we'll eat we're the baby. We're getting deep again, we're getting and deep no, again. No, but, but that's it. Yeah. And, and, and then we're all living beside each yeah, other totally. and then diseases no, but become right. Yeah, that's where diseases So where, where the hell did, came from, it? did breakfast, lunch and dinner no, come from? Breakfast comes from breakfast. Uh-huh. That's that's what it means, breaking isn't it? Fast, and that's yeah. so that's which a, could have know, been any time which could have which could have meant that you're breaking your fast from a twenty four hour period or whatever. So it is. It's 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 crazy. <laughs> and actually, folk at my work have done this thing at the C nine cleanse. Have you heard of that? No. Oh, it's another one of these. It's basically C9. like fasting. C nine. Right? I can't remember what the C nine stands for, but I got roped into doing it once, and it was eighty quid. Right, eighty quid. For it's aloe vera based. It talks See, about aloe, saying aloe vera. I've read. Don't touch that while bars. Well, so wait al- is aloe vera, So aloe vera is that not toxic if you if you eat it or drink it? Yeah, but you yeah. have to drink it in this, right? Which so is it's like a, it's aloe vera juice, right? Uh-huh. And it's based around that. And the whole concept here is that basically they give you a range of tablets, mm-hmm. which let's be honest, will just be a multivitamin. Mm-hmm. They give you a shake that you drink yeah. and it'll just be some kind of protein yeah. nutrient shake. Yeah. And they give you shots of aloe vera, vera. juice that you yeah. take. And they, they, they took that money off you basically. And the diet was just like, don't eat for the first two days. Mm-hmm. And then in the third day, I think you start having the shakes at breakfast, lunch, dinner, you take a fucking vitamin. Yeah. And then basically you but have these aloe vera shots. It's, there's a whole it's a, market it's a, it's design a, around intermittent when fasting. When did you do this? Years ago, and I did feel good afterwards, but which and then because at some point we're gonna have to talk about the placebo effect because that, that yeah, yeah absolutely. Point. But I'm surprised that you did this aloe vera thing because so I'd heard about this aloe vera thing and then I looked into it and went, it's fucking toxic, it's toxic. See I don't if you take it, is look at look it up, fact check. Um, it's not good for you anyway, however, regardless of, of, of any of that. That fits firmly in the um, what's what's the alternative medicine category? Yeah, and what's Tim Minchin said it before. Do you know what they call um, alternative medicine? That's alternative medicine is basically medicine that's not been proved to work. Do you know what mm-hmm. they call medicine? Alternative medicine that has been proved to work. Medicine. Medicine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like <laughs> it's like this is the difference. Yeah. One of them has not been proved yeah. to work. The other one's been proved to work. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs> I got peer pressured into work, but 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 that was kind of I think my first introduction to fasting, and then I did what you did that week intermittent fasting, yeah. and the only thing I was conscious of, I don't know if you found this, is like the first couple of days your stomach rumbling. And like sitting in see, meetings and stuff at work and being quite self conscious about that. Is, that. See, that's the weird thing. That, that's never happened to me. Which, and I thought that was going to happen. So now, Shona's tried it on and off, and she gets that as well. So there's I, nothing worse than sitting in a meeting. Yeah, because, yeah. but there's, so I'm go, so maybe, maybe it's, there's definitely, there's de, so there's definitely science in it, which we'll cover, we'll cover a 
we'll we'll do a podcast on each of these topics. Yeah. At Actually, some point. Joe, we, we should go do, into detail. But we go back through this podcast. And <laughs> yeah, we pick, pick out, out all every the all the madness. We've so we're going to cover yeah. we're going to cover intermittent fasting, mental health, physical health. Uh, we're going to cover the moon, the stars. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Evolution, sapiens. So we'll have Brian Cox <laughs> as a guest. Uh, who else do you fancy? Joe Rogan. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. Where did Joe Rogan come from? I just thought of him because he's quite he's good more at this inter- thing, apparently. Um, you could have... Are we going to talk about your Richard hair at Dawkins. any point? Yeah, you can talk about my hair if you want. Well, See, I, think, I, I think, have a lot. Well, yeah, I think our listeners need to know that you're one of these quite annoying you people. Don't, you don't need to know. You can go and um, check out my YouTube. <laughs> go and check out YouTube his YouTube channel. Yeah, I, it pains me to admit this, but you are someone who has got better looking as you've got older. Oh, yeah. And that Thank is... You okay because you were an ugly fucker <laughs> in your 20s but you have and actually you've got a good head of the, hair the, and the, you suit the, a beard the, the, the beard does it i'm never shaving i don't care because you've got a tiny head <laughs> it's that, not that a tiny head i look like a potato <laughs> <laughs> it's when you look at pictures of you in your 20s yeah, and it's bad. but that i say yeah, it's funny ugly. it's funny you say <laughs> it's funny you say that though the the subo picture mm-hmm so there's a picture where I look like... Can you splice that into... Subo pictures, that's not right. What's her name? Susan Boyle, yeah. Susan Subo. Boyle. Yeah, yeah. Isn't yeah. It? Susan so Boyle, I'm going, who's so Subo? Susan Boyle. Where you look like Which I look like... Yeah. Su- it's not a picture of so, Subo. No, I look like... So I've got kind of longish yeah. hair, which is like, what the hell is I doing? You have but breasts. Not, uh, tiny little arms. They just look... And I'm just... Yeah. I'm sort of sandwiched in. It's a kind of group photo and it just i'm like uh, i look great that, in that picture actually. that is what set me off on to i need to get fucking healthier fit or fitter well no wonder and starting to do more strength-based training and stuff yeah and then at one point you had a six-pack remember yeah so which which from I'm, subo to six-pack maybe <laughs> that's a good one from subo to six-pack um so it's, de- but it's definitely achievable from the six-pack thing um I think I, I wouldn't say I quite got, I, got, I got there good enough to to, to take, take a picture and that, send it to all your mates. Have so it's it's good enough. Yeah, but it could be a lot better. There was still there was still a decent layer of fat over that that I yeah. could, could get rid of, and I think I might still still try and get that back. But I guess that's going to the next thing is inter- intermittent fasting that works diet wise because I genuinely have been so I went through a. a a period just before Theo came came along. So in terms of background, both of us have got a reasonable spread of children's ages. Yeah. From eldest being eleven to the youngest being eighteen months or just over just coming up yeah. for two years. And I've our, our three are, are kind of similar. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of similarish uh, in age. Yeah. Um and when Theo came up so before Theo <laughs> BT, I was properly at the gym. I was at the gym all the time going to the gym at 11 o'clock at night if required eating healthily keeping the intermittent fasting going yeah. it was all working and Theo came along and it all went to but shit. that's the interesting thing I think that again for this podcast is that y- you're right we were two people who had two kids and we're at that point where they're getting a bit older and a bit yeah. more independent it's getting easier and you're starting to get your life yeah, I, yeah. I hate that phrase life back I don't mean it like that but you're starting to get a bit more of what you it's had true. before you can, yeah. children so you you can actually come in and well, shall we watch something tonight and all that and then in our forties we then have a third kid Cra- crazy. so there's a big gap there mm-hmm. and you're you're going back to where you were before and yep. I think that's a 
big, big challenge it is a big, for, it is for anyone to deal with. I, of course, will now say I have had the snip, so there will be no more. See, uh, that's, that's, uh, that's on the That's, that's an on episode for another day because I, I have to, to tell to everyone about my experience with that <laughs> and I think that would be quite interesting. <laughs> anyway. Um, I got my letter last week, so yeah, passed the test. Good. Or failed the test. I don't know <laughs> how would you describe it. You seem to have, have got onto that stage quicker than most. So it sounds like you you are you are keeping yourself busy at night. You have to every night. So now that's me. Had to do the, the dirty deeds, take a pot into the hospital in my pocket, walk nice. all the way in, hand it over and think and do you know what actually that randomly what I thought when I handed that over was that's such a poor volume. <laughs> As if like so, what is it? Not even do you not even put it in an envelope? No, it's in a pot in a little transparent bag. I, I actually thought you had to do it there and then. I think you maybe do that in some places, and I think that would be Which, hard. Oh, well, but just to kind of slight segue off topics, so though, I got that Thriva blood test yep. thing done. Um, so blood because bloods is an interesting because bloods is a marker for fitness yeah or health not fitness health and but you have to you have to do you're basically taking a blood sample yourself so you're taking a finger prick and then just basically squeezing it yeah or not squeezing it too much because it bursts the, the blood cells or whatever so you have to just li- like let your hand drip into this little test tube you, how much blood did they but, actually need so it's 600 so i don't know 600 what milliliters would that be yeah yeah 600 and no, microliters. Microliters, microliters. microliters. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's like 0.6 of a litre. <laughs> no, yeah, microliters, yeah. So on one vial and then like two, 200 or yeah. 400 and other. But mine came back and I, so, I, so I had to do it three times. You actually get three um, needle, needles or just the little injection things. That It's just like a staple gun type thing. Like yeah, very yeah, small yeah, like that. But I had to do it three times. They give you three of them. They're all sterile. So obviously it should, it's not easy to do it first time. They'll just get Good, one. Yeah. But the third time I could have just filled a couple of vials. But I came back and I hadn't I hadn't given quite enough. So I couldn't do the B12. So I did all the other ones, which was like all, and, yeah. and they, were, they were all good and whatnot. So it's kind of hard to go, oh, okay, how do I improve on that? I think I basically need to do the not much difference so, right now. So basically from a blood perspective. You did those tests and you are... Perfect. Yeah, optimal yeah. was optimal. the optimal okay. was the, optimal okay. was, and it says optimal on it does. So I haven't done these tests. You need to do them just to see. But why so would I can go to the GP and get it shit. done for free? But can you though? Can yeah, you just, but you just don't just rock up and say, "Can I have a liver test, a testosterone test, a iron test?" Have you tried? Well, you should know you're at the NHS. So can I've, you do that? I've all. Well, I mean, I, I, I work for the NHS, but I'm a very specialised part of the NHS. But I've, I've. No, well, I am, but I'm not in frontline care or anything. But I use my GP all the time. Prevention is better than cure, and that's that's the way I look at it. If everyone had that mindset, it's easier to treat people mm -hmm. if they want tested for things than it is to try and deal with the consequences of their pathology. Which is another interesting point, which because we are not wellness society, we're a what's the what's the term? Fix when you're when you're when you're broken or when yeah. you're sick. It's like sickness, my dad. sickness society. Yeah. My, my dad's of that, of that you're, mindset. You're, yeah, you go and check yeah. yourself out once you're sick, rather than. Yeah. But that's well, the it's problem. all like Craig because he's done the blood test thing as well. Craig's my brother, and and he's he's uh, 
his results could be improved on. Yeah, and fair. actually for him, as we said And earlier, that's the whole point of doing it. Because yeah, he's, he's, you would never know. But equally so, I told him to follow that up by going to his GP mm. and getting a proper blood sample taken. Yeah, apparently, apparently these then. things are just from exactly the same No, I don't, I don't doubt that, but I'm just saying that I would go and get a proper uh, test done that's in a fully you know, validated well, he, clinical setting yeah, and, and he, all the rest and of he's it. And that's got what a, he's doing. And he's got a, a good... So he can go up to the door and say, listen, I've had these tests done, I'm a bit yeah. concerned, but... And he showed, look, can you test yeah. me? I feel, I'd feel like a bit of a fro- Can you just test me for blood because I'm interested? Well, maybe it's worth trying. Because you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm perfect. Could you verify that? <laughs> <laughs> but like you were saying, that's a really good point about that. Again, I think is the problem with people of a certain generation and in this part of the world in mm-hmm. particular, where they're not prepared to actually make positive changes. Yep. They, they think about this magic pill mentality yep. of, and, and I mentioned that earlier, my dad, my, my dad's got, prostate cancer it's uh, it's returned it's metastasized it's in his lymph nodes and stuff and he's going through chemotherapy just now he hasn't changed a damn thing about mm-hmm. his lifestyle he still yeah. drinks too yeah. much that, he doesn't eat healthy yeah. and he seems to think that that's okay yeah and actually that there's a there's a huge part of that mindset in well, people totally. of a certain age in this part of the world and if more people were kind of proactive about their health and thought that actually the nhs is there to support me but actually a positive mindset and me taking care of what I can control mm-hmm. would actually, time and time again, that's been proven to be so much more yeah. effective than yeah. just actually you know, a pharmacological but it's quite effect. A, it's quite a well-known um, kind of psychological sort of anomaly. Because you, th- you go, you see you have a massive heart attack, but you survive or whatever. Yeah. Um, and you basically say, hey, doc, yeah, oh, I'm so grateful. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start exercising more i'm gonna eat healthier blah blah within like a couple of weeks you're back they're, they're back to doing the same same yeah. stuff because it's Some that whole distal, yeah but i think it's like quite a majority it's quite a well-known phenomenon that yeah. just that's what you know people tend to do it but because you, you need to change your mindset quite substantially yeah. to go i, I need to yeah I, need but to I, 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 I genuinely think it's a generational thing i really really do could be Fact check. I I, I just think that, and again, I think that's why I was doing this podcast. See, this time in the life that we're at, Uh I think that you know, this is this is probably a stage where it goes one and two, one of two directions, you know, because actually it's like. So I remember reading, and again, whether this is true or not, I remember someone saying to me that if you get through your fifties with like out, you know, high blood pressure, uh-huh. high cholesterol, heart attack, some cancer, some yeah. kind of issue, that actually you've got a pretty good chance at making it to 80, yeah, whatever. The, the likelihood of you, you... But if you're in that decade, uh-huh. that let's be honest, is the de- is the next decade for us mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. that actually... If something goes wrong there, then yeah, the chances of... It's going to get worse. Yeah, yeah. So actually us trying to do this in our 40s is about trying to test as to whether we that we want to go you know, yep. take that path rather yep. than the, the path that yep. no one would rather yep. take. Yeah, and it's actually also why I'd quite like to explore more about what 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 why intermittent fasting works so well for me but also works well for others. Yeah. A good a good uh, case study is that guy Wim Hof as well. Oh, the cold showers, yeah. Cold showers but coldness but he, he eats once a day as well. Yeah. And does the whole mindfulness thing through the cold, like sitting in cold water and stuff. And, um, we need to get him on our podcast. He, he He's a t- cool guy. He talks, about, yeah, but he talks about um, the the diet thing and just eating once a day. Is, is he, he he's basically saying you, your body needs, your stomach needs time to 
just rest from yeah. processing food. Or, well, your whole, yeah, your exactly, microbiome. Yeah, yeah, your micro- there's a huge oh, amount gut, of information. Your gut feels an interesting yeah, thing yeah. as well, isn't well, it? I, I'm you, fascinated you by that. I take probiotics gut, every day. And your gut, you, you, this whole... Because at some point in time, they're not used to think... So it's not it's not correct, but um, that your your brain was kind of in your gut yeah, yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah. But th- th- that's where gut so feel think, comes from. Yeah. But there's definitely something there. It's like a visceral. Absolutely, they communicate. Bacteria communicate mm-hmm. with cytokines, whatever I don't know, like little factors they produce and whatever between that and yeah. our cells. They have an effect on the human cells and vice versa and it's a fine balance and everyone's microbiome is is different and it's a huge like massive area research in fact i'll give you an example i remember in aberdeen that we used to have a facility there that we had clean rooms and we did some kind of cell manufacturing and stuff the company that bought that are actually banking poo that is basically prepared in this environment and they Mm. then isolate the bacteria from the poo that they then put into a tablet form that can be used to treat things like ulcerative colitis and all that sort of wow. stuff. So it's a huge, huge area yeah. about yeah. both prebiotics and, and probiotics yeah. and the yeah. microbiome. So yeah. there's so much stuff we could talk about. But also, um, that just, I, I don't know why, but I thought of insect food. Yeah. So, so the whole, yeah. So you're taking something you wouldn't normally take like, shit yeah. <laughs> and creating something love that's good. shit <laughs> <laughs> but insects sorry insects but insects so some cultures already eat insects yeah and don't, there's no problem with them we don't but it's such a massive um there's what's the biggest biomass in yeah. the planet is is still insects, I think, isn't it? Yeah, even I, even I, with f- farm, maybe maybe it's may, may have taken for the over future of our species. Of, they're going to have to go but, to something. But before. you can the protein is there, yeah. And so you, you obviously need a lot more insects, but you just there is a lot more insects, and nobody cares about insects as well. No, they, uh, but it's that whole thing, isn't it? And it goes back to that: if it's ugly, Other than I, bees. I don't mind eating it. But it's like you know, or I don't mind killing yeah. it. It's but, as simple it's, as that. Uh, and yeah, it's a cultural thing. Yeah, I mean, I remember uh, and how it looks versus what it actually looks like. <laughs> Do you know? Yeah, I mean, I remember as a when I did my degree uh, in pharmacology, we had a we made and previously experimented on animals. I put that out just now. Although I'm now a vegetarian, so I'm making well trying to be, so I'm making up for it. But we we got like chicks, right now chicks. Well, at least they're chicks. Everyone thinks, oh, they're cute, mm-hmm. lovely, right? Um, they all arrived and they came from the chicken factory basically they must have all been like little male chicks mm-hmm. because I, I don't know if you ever looked at what happens to male chicks is horrendous they're actually I think the EU actually just outlawed the maceration of male chicks so in, in farms when basically they have male chicks and obviously they don't want them because they want you know to lay yeah, eggs and all yeah. the rest of it they just basically either get buried alive oh, or they get put oh, through a grinder the thing grinder and it's all alive it's horrendous right so I they got these little that. male chicks from Marshall's Chicken Factory, whatever it was at the time, and uh, and then they they came to us and all, and everyone's looking at these little chicks and going, "Oh, they're so cute!" And they're like, "That's a chick impression," and you know, they're cowering under your hand and all that sort of stuff. They left them two days, and they became ugly as fuck. They were like little pterodactyls. Half of their, all their little downy furs falling yeah. off. They're taller. One wing's bigger than the other. They're like. Rah! And suddenly, because they're ugly, 
everyone's like, oh, fine, them. kill them. Oh, it's like you and the crow. <laughs> I mean, we need to talk about that. The, cr- the crow. The crow that You're a murderer. put out of its misery. Well, the most brutal death that the, any animal the, has the ever three, experienced. three-quarter dead crow that had either been shot or run over or something, lying on the floor, slightly squawking, clearly... It wasn't gonna. There wasn't. There was nothing. See the whole put nothing could have misery. been done. See, see, just to challenge you on on that term. All I'll say is, misery. I'm the only one that stepped up to the plate. Could you imagine put out of his misery? Death by being poked with a stick. How? <laughs> how would that? A couple of swift, swift, swift hits, and that was it all over. Oh, it was. Yeah, it was. Uh, I still have nightmares. <laughs> so we've obviously known each other a long, long time. We should say too that. long. So I'm almost forty three. You're what? 45? 42. 40. No, I, no, I'm not. I'm 41. You're 41, <laughs> I know. Uh, and we met when, well, you were pals with Craig, uh-huh. my little brother. Oh, so, so is this where we talk about younger than springtime? No, we'll talk about that another <laughs> day. I am the, my, very musically gifted. When, when, you, <laughs> when you were a budding actor. Yeah, we used to be in a band as oh, well. We'll, not, we'll no, talk we about that another time. But no, yeah, so you, I, I first met you when you were 15, 16. Mm-hmm. Something yeah. like that. Oh my god, that's such a long time. Long time ago. Yeah. Long, long time. Quite scary actually. Yeah. Quite scary how fast that goes. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean I would say sort of twenties felt quite slow and then I would say thirties onwards to now is just Yeah, the bu- the busier life your life gets and probably the older you get it starts mm. to starts yeah. to accelerate. Um And it's weird when your kids get to an age that you can remember things when you were that age. Yeah. I find that bizarre. Yeah. And they're starting to go through things like, that you remember going through the yeah. kind of, the, the madness yeah. of, I hate mum and dad. and yeah, go, no Going, going through to the, like, starting to hit puberty and, Yeah. Yeah. God. The politics of children. And, and that's another thing for us to talk about, yeah, because it's a different world that our kids are growing up in as well. Yeah. Social media, the impact of that and, yeah, we should get Craig on to talk about teaching in teaching, schools, yeah. and that 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 would be yeah. quite good. So basically, I think we've got about a million topics, which is good. Yeah. Um. So so I guess this first one, um, was a ramble. <laughs> <laughs> will uh, Will it ever see the light of day? I, ra- I, I might not. I think, <laughs> I think it might. We, we could. We could edit. I, think, I think we'll edit it down. But yeah, why, why not? I, so I, I still believe getting stuff out there and we'll refine as we go along. Yeah. Because um, it's interesting topic. Some of this will be bullshit, and we'll, we'll, but we can cut this down a bit. Yeah, and I, um, and I think that if any of this does resonate with anyone, if they want to suggest things to talk about, then yeah, we could do that as well. True. But I think. If we cover off, we'll need to think of some form of structure. I think. Like, so ne- next time, are we going to yep. talk about diet? Are we going to talk about meditation? Are we going to yep. talk about X? Ex- because we've actually not really touched much about. We talked quite a lot about diet. Yeah. And everything relating to that. And why? You and my vasectomy. Yeah. So <laughs> a little bit about anxiety. Yeah. Um. Quite a lot about your hair. Or, la- or lack, lack of, of it, yeah. <laughs> um, so I have, we haven't about slaughtering we, we meat. haven't actually talked about physical exercise yeah so we're gonna have to so let, let's 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 have a, a, a small, a small bit right okay now, so i'm a gonna, runner i am no that's fair that's fair so I, well fair. you've done marathon uh, marathons half no, marathons you're not a marathon i've done maybe you're five half marathons 
I'm no. reading a book just now by David Goggins. He's an ultra marathon runner. I, I can't even imagine how... 100 I mean, mile uh, runs. Yeah, 100 crazy. mile runs, man. That's crazy. But it's, it's possible. That's the thing. Yeah, it's possible, but it's crazy. It's got me thinking... Because I always said, I don't know, I can't, I, running a marathon I have zero interest in. I think my knees would give out well before I get there anyway, but which is wrong. Yeah, train up to do it. You work up to it. But actually, reading this book, I'm thinking maybe, maybe I should, maybe, maybe, maybe a no, no, a marathon, maybe a marathon. Here's an idea. Why don't you start with a half marathon? No, totally. Well, remember, I was going to get into. um, I actually started off. I, I was more thinking. I've never been particularly into running, but 10k. Yeah. I started training for a 10k and actually did a 10k, the Glasgow great run mm-hmm. and really enjoyed it. Got a half, a reasonably respectable time for a first 10k, like 48 minutes. That's good. And then my back went. Yeah. So, I, so I slipped, my disc just exploded. Not because of that. It was like a few months later. But... Um, Your back doesn't bother you? Either. No, it does. It does still a bit. But I've been to a physio. Well, yoga definitely helps with that. Um, but I went to a physio with the Hamden Sports Clinic thing. Mm-hmm. And they they basically said, like, it's in your head. You could play, because I stopped playing football and stuff. Because the twisting and turning, I kept, it kept twinging my back. And then I was like, oh. And you know what it's like if you ever get a back oh, injury? You can't do anything. You need to listen to one of uh, Ronan Chatterjee's podcast. And I can't remember who he speaks to, but he speaks to the guy that's into kind of barefoot running. And stuff like that. that. So that could be a thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, about how wearing the wrong feet. Yeah, wrong, wrong feet. It's wrong really, shoes. really interesting, and mm-hmm. I don't want to nick his kind of five pillars of health thing. But one of the I just listened to it last week, week before. But literally, it was talking. This guy was saying that we've trained our feet to be shoe shaped uh-huh. rather than foot shaped. Uh-huh. Yep. And and wrong and Chatterjee had a terrible back, and yep. this guy actually gave him a few exercises in terms of putting pressure on his feet and walking around as much as he can <laughs> in bare feet, and then wearing these trainers that are just uh-huh. like you know wide yeah because they use the example if you look at like you know tribes or you know people who go bare well, feet all the time their feet are quite wide and uh-huh. they're differently shaped to yep. how we are yep. feet are they're yep. quite ugly as fuck but it's like you know they're because but totally hobbits. different hobbits but but uh, see, but see well, it's an interesting thing because see squatting mm-hmm. is a perfectly natural thing for humans to do most people can't do it because we're so used to sitting on a seat yeah yeah Whereas, see, actually doing the yoga and stuff, I can squat. Yeah. Now, now I need to get back into yoga. It's like moment. doing a poo. But yeah, yeah, we all do that wrong. Apparently, totally wrong. To see, sometimes we're sitting. Top tip: you if you're ever constipated, lift your knees up <laughs> yeah, yeah, to yeah. simulate yeah, what yeah. we've done for hundreds of thousands and millions of years. Yeah, but you, you the whole um, we're, we're we're getting out of so so those kind of squat squatting down, moving about without the aid of seats and, and all these kind of modern comforts, kind of forced you to stay flexible. Your hips stayed flexible. Your back was supple and everything because yep. of that. And yep. all these other things, because we sit at a desk, well, for me, I'm a desk-based job. It's crap. Terrible. It's, yeah. it's really... And so that, that makes my back worse. But yoga definitely works. But my the physio, bad as well. The physio said, it's all in your head. You just need to, you need to remember you're getting older, but you just also need to remember you need to warm up properly and strengthen your yeah. core. If you strengthen your core properly, you don't have any problems. So I go to the chiropractor every three months, and I always have done oh, ever since I had. I can never bring myself to a chiropractor. Well, was it not an osteopath you went to? 
But I can't, I, I can't get the crack cracking of the neck thing. Yeah, it Lynn's a bit like that. She went to one and she freaked out. But I, I went to him after I did my back in. And I've always found that if I don't keep it up, yep. it then I'll, I'll put it out again. Yep. So I've always done that. Although in saying that, the last time I went in last month, it was so embarrassing. I went on the way to work and I had quite a tight shirt on. <laughs> and he basically pulled my arm around in one of the positions. And I ripped on <laughs> the, the way into work. On the way into work, so he was so embarrassed. He said it's never happened to him before, and I had to go home. Do you not and take your shirt off? No, that's a whole other type of thing that you do. The osteopath. The osteopath. I've been no. to. You had to strip well, down your pants. I mean, to be honest, you shouldn't go to a chiropractor and work clothes, but it's pretty stupid. But uh, no, it's chiropractor. chiropractor there's it's there's another thing. Clothes. It's chiropractor. Is that alternative medicine? I think osteopath is probably similar as well. But well, I'll tell you what, if this... Is it if, real? Maybe I should speak to my chiropractor and see if he wants to do a podcast one day and yeah. tell us about it. I'm sure he'll, he'll say it's entirely legitimate. Well, of course he will. Yeah. But then I don't know anything about it other than yeah. actually someone said do it and yeah. I kind of felt better for it. Yeah. And Does it, it kind of makes sense. I'm, I'm it's the same like, with the osteo. I just can't bring myself to getting cracked like that, but the osteopath I went to just seems to essentially massage your back a little bit and move your legs about and it feels better. <laughs> I can't remember you any sure of it. That is an <laughs> he makes you take a pill before you yeah, run it. Yeah, um, you seem to lose hours. No, but um, the, the no, theory but I think behind sort of chiropractic type maneuvers is like exactly what you said. You sit all day, mm-hmm. wrong posture, and all the rest of it. So your spine Releasing. gradually starts to kind of uh-huh. misalign, and, re- and they just correct it real, and realign yeah, it, yeah. and then it puts less pressure on certain nerves. And when the nerves fire properly, then your muscles will behave. And yep. It, it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's thirty-five. The whole yoga thing, I think, does help with that whole like because it's it's strengthening, it's making your whole body work. Yeah. With with each other, sort See, of thing. I need to get into yoga. I keep thinking that. So I'm so inflexible, and you're particularly inflexible. To I was, yeah. Uh, I was. Karate days. That was very good at karate. <laughs> Very good at punching, to be fair. Second <laughs> down black belt. Couldn't How did you go on? Couldn't how, kick where, to save yourself. What belt? White, was it? Or I, I, I'm just, I can't remember. <laughs> I think it was... Uh, orange, I do remember. Orange. It was, yeah, it don't was try orange. and pretend you it can't was remember. Orange. It, was, so. <laughs> it was orange. Second down black belt and punching. It worked. <laughs> Karate does involve kicking as well, though, doesn't it? It did, but I broke my leg in Hooks two places. So. Um, anyway... So, yeah, we've covered the exercise now. Exercise. Um, so I think what we need to do here is is set ourselves some goals. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll take slightly sep- or slightly different goals. And as part of this, we'll cover the topics as we go along, like this yep. conversation. We'll bring in some actual facts next time. Yeah. Um, but we should we should maybe think about, okay, well, I'm, um, so I'm thinking intermittent fasting, I'm eating really poorly diet wise i mean too much refined sugar chocolate all that kind of stuff at night and it but it's not it's not doing too much damage to the waistline yeah. but it can be good yeah um i'm going to change that so i'm going I'm to go for more of a balanced diet i right. think that's what i'm going to go for you you you're going to go for more vegetarian i, I do quite fancy try intermittent vegetarian. fasting again try intermittent fasting i'm going to continue doing intermittent fasting that's like the touch wood that's the number yeah. one thing that's worked for me and then i'm going to I'm gonna up the ante on the fitness. Yep. Um, I've tried meditation before. I never was. I'm never. I was never able to keep it going. But I think yoga. Well, yoga 
has an element of that because you're you're breathing a certain way while you're doing yoga and maybe but that's enough it, it totally is and actually with mindfulness that's what they always tell you don't yeah. punish don't yourself yeah, yeah. for your practice being yeah. poor it's like it's like marathon training yeah. you just said it earlier on you wouldn't go out and try uh-huh. and run 26.2 yeah. miles tomorrow you uh-huh. train up towards yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. so if you can't do 10 minutes you do two mm-hmm. you do four you yeah. do six so yeah, it's training yeah. Yeah. but we should come up with okay so where are we starting with <laughs> and what is it working yeah and like maybe bring it up every so our key objective is to have a a topic for the next i think a topic yeah, yeah. St- stick to a topic right okay rather than the ramble because otherwise this will just ramble around yeah. every time but i think a ramble's useful as a starter so um, will we wrap it up then yeah we'll wrap it up okay um so that was good yeah and do you think anyone will ever listen to this no no, this one. But you don't want them to listen to this one, yeah, particularly okay. when you started talking about spunk. I mean, where the hell did that come from? Yeah, but then it's it's a good topic. <laughs> uh, aloe vera. Aloe vera, yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah, so if you've listened to this ramble... Um, <laughs> no one's listen, listen to this. Listen to the next one because it might actually be good. It will improve, yeah. It will definitely improve. We'll, we'll, we'll need to... Um, we'll get a Twitter profile. What, what I think what we... Yep, yep. We'll need to call it something, and we'll also need to um, we'll need to start thinking about what 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 facts in inverted commas we state, and we might need to do a fact fact check. Fact check, yeah. So you could do that after each one is actually check what you've said, and then yeah. come back for the next that could be one the next and verify podcast. whether that's right or not. We we said f- fifteen facts, of which one was actually a fact. Fact. Yeah. I see. But it's interesting. Um, that uh, you seem to be quite interested in the whole alternative medicine or alternative therapies thing. I didn't realise that. Aloe vera and chiropractor and all that. I'm not, aloe vera was a one-off, but yeah. But I, we should cover that as a topic because that is a, that's an interesting topic because, and this is where we could talk about the placebo effect as well. Because yeah. even though, even if it is entirely... Um, bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> If the placebo effect works, it's real because it's it's absolutely. It's I, I just like to try things. I think that you know. I mean, it's uh, don't get me wrong. I, I I fundamentally like evidence base for for things, but you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't say I'm into alternative medicine. I just think that mind, mindfulness has opened my eyes to so many different things. Yeah, yeah. and 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 that worked much. But and this is <coughs> someone with a degree in pharmacology who's training to be a QP to release pharmaceuticals. Yep. Pharmacology and pharmaceuticals did not work when I had my issues, but what did work was mindfulness. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that, and that opened my eyes to, yep. to so much. Yep. So yeah. So this is a journey. Journey. Yep. Lots of topics to cover. Lots of topics. So yeah. So if you liked it, um, listen to the next one. It'll be even better. And we'll be back. I don't know how. I actually don't know how to end a podcast. So I think we'll just end it. I think we'll just end it. Cheerio. Okay. See you next time. Cheers.